five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to a special episode of the Ready, Set, Poem podcast, your premier source for everything to do with Vancouver Titans. I am Chris at Lightforce, joined on location here at the Sports Bar live at Rogers Arena with Michael at... Okay, Michael, tell me your Twitter handle because I'm going to get it wrong. Uh, it's at Sungwoo Jim. Okay, you don't so want to spell that for Spell it out listeners? by... <laughs> for all you Twitter, Twitter followers that want to follow me, it's at S-U-N-G-W-O-O-J-I-M. There you go. Awesome. We've got Omni at Omni Strife here. Say hello, Omni. Hello, hello, hello. Kind of feels like a second home at this point here at the sports bar. And you've seen his content on the blog. We've got Rowlett here with us. There is four of us huddled around a microphone in a big table while everyone else is getting their signatures from, you heard it, the Vancouver Titans. Rowlett, welcome. Thanks for having me on. I uh, had a question uh, answered in the Q&A. It wasn't a great answer, but it was an answer. Hey, you got an answer, and yeah. that's, that's what's most important. Yeah. So for those of you who, one, uh, are wondering, why the heck is the Ready, Set, Poem podcast coming out on the weekend? Well, we thought we should report what has happened today, here, right now, real time, tell you some of the things that we've seen, some of the things that we've heard. For instance, there was a question asked... How many of the Vancouver Titans are single, and do they have... I think it was girlfriends, but I'm going to be correct by saying partners. Well, we might be able to address that in this special episode. But uh, before I allow us to do that, let's take a quick jump into a special version of The Fray. So, gentlemen, uh, before we talk about the Q&A and the fact that the autograph signing is happening right now, I would say we had a lineup of a few hundred people out there. Like, it was a pretty long lineup. All of them here watching the deer. That's right. There was a deer running around outside the Costco in Rogers Arena, which, for those of you not in Vancouver or having never come downtown to Rogers Arena, it's a very odd place to find a deer. So I have to say that it's a good sign that the force of nature is real when nature is coming out to a Vancouver Titans event. Yeah, just to comment on that, I did see the deer, but I honestly, I didn't see any line. I just walked right in. I'm, I'm not sure what you're talking about here. Yeah, look at rubbing it in like we're <laughs> VIPs with special access like we got in early or anything. And for those of you who may have seen us get in early, you did not see anything. Anyhow, uh, we are here, as I said, at the Sports Bar Live here at Rogers Arena. And uh, the autograph signatures are happening right now. But prior to this, there was a introduction of the Vancouver Titans and a, a Q&A. Now, I was sitting well back, so I couldn't quite hear anything. Michael himself was doing translating. He was doing the Lord's work for me because I don't understand a lick of Korean. And I don't trust that Sam does either. But why don't we start off? Like, what, you know, Rowland, you had said you had asked a, a question and, and got somewhat of an answer. I did. I, uh, I asked about, because I'm so interested in stats, 
uh, I asked if there's any special stats that the team uses, and uh, Hajan said, "Yeah, we we use we use the the strategies that our team is good at." Just awesome. to get get better at yeah. what you're good at, yeah. Which is fine because when you're one of the best teams in the league, I guess like you're good at everything. <laughs> That's true. Well, and I mean, somewhat related to that, a question was asked of you know Bumper how to become so good at Ryan, and his answer was, "Don't think." Yeah, that, that was actually that was actually somebody who said, "How can I be better at uh, at Ryan?" Uh, and he said, "Yeah, just when you play Reinhardt, just don't." Don't think too much. Lightforce, you're kind of on the, on the path to pro, really, right? I, I am. Like, I mean, if you yeah. really, when I get in trouble is when I think. <laughs> like, I have a hammer. I have an M1 key. I think I know where Q is and I know where W is. Everything else just naturally was already unbound. So I'm playing it like a pro, right? So what we have to do is we have to go into your game and bind your hammer swing to your shield button and your shield button to your hammer swing. Well, then that would be so confusing for me. I wouldn't be as good as I am now with my 1253 SR. Um, <laughs> what else was asked? Well, here, I'm just going to quickly run through the, the few questions that I was able to get answers to. Uh, so, uh, one of the questions is, do you now consider the San Francisco Shock to be your rival? Uh, and, uh, Michael, what was the answer to that question? So, I believe it was um, the head coach, Pajon. Um, I couldn't get a good angle, but judging from the voice, it seemed to be Pajon answering. And he, um, like many of the teams in the Overwatch League, seems to acknowledge that they're a good team. And they want to meet them in the Stage 3 playoff finals. Awesome. And I guess related to the San Francisco Shock as well, there was a question that was asked of the team. Uh, you know, who would you like to add to the Vancouver Titans? And a mixture of answers were, you know, current members of Runaway, former members of Runaway. Uh, someone said they wanted Runner. Uh, Bumper said he'd like to add Super of the San Francisco Shock to the Vancouver Titans. Could you imagine a world where... You know, you have a bumper and a super. Like at that point in time, you have to play both main tanks as main tanks and and go from there, right? Hammer like, fight. There's gonna be a hammer fight. Either that or bumper goes full hands up. Oh god! I think the best part is acknowledging how how close these these two teams have been. Like we saw at the All Star game, we saw bumper and super getting really close. They uh, they mimicked. They uh, like a meme of uh, like of like the holding hands like yeah, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, one yeah. yeah the Arnold Schwarzenegger one um, it's and like they, uh, Dylan you son of a bleep yeah they <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the self well, yeah they, they um, and then again on stream uh, super hosted bumper uh, a, like a couple weeks ago on stream and uh, bumper said oh super super gosu. <laughs> and got a good laugh out of that. Uh, so yeah, it's just great to see that even though these two teams are rivals, there there seems to be a, like a bit of a genuine friendship there. Yeah. Well, and and that's actually just on that note, that's definitely a change or transition from what we saw from stage one to stage two. Like state that stage one video that shows you know the lead up, the walk up, and the shock were very confident, maybe too much so. Then maybe they did not take the Vancouver Titans, uh, you know, as credibly as others did. Stage two, they're like, no, let's stay focused. We see what these, this team does. So I think there is that, that mutual respect. But back to the Q&A. Um, lots of other questions were asked. So we, we to be honest, struggled um, getting all the questions. There's a big crowd here. Uh, some of the questions that were asked were quite quiet. Some of the answers provided were also quite quiet. But to, to give you a few that we were able to catch, uh, they were asked the obvious question about the pool. 
Now, those of you who follow the podcast know that we're going to be adding a teen house pool segment. Poolgate. You know, Poolgate, what the quality happens to be. I think it's still green. But the question was, uh, which Vancouver Titan uses the pool the most? <laughs> the answer, no one uses the pool. They all use the hot tub a lot, though. And that was Harsha that, that shared that answer. Uh, we already knew that they used the spa from the, the teen house tour with uh, Summon Sue and Bumper and Harsha. Uh, that spa was the hot tub. But to be honest, if the pool is actually green, would you want to get into it? I mean, if this was the theme of the Titans color theme, right? So maybe, but like, I don't know. Like, a green water. Hmm. It has to be painted. It has to be painted um, green on the bottom. You, you think? Like, it's like, yeah. I hope. Like, in the video, you see one of those little chlorinator things floating around. Like, maybe no. someone forgot to <laughs> it, put chlorine into it. Yeah, no. I think it definitely has to be painted green. There's no way the, the water is green. Because if they're filming the video, I don't think there's any way they leave it green. Like, you know, I think at this point, we're going to have to send an investigative crew from RSP down to the team house to find out. I will go. Is the pool water <laughs> green? You'll I will, go. You'll... I will go swim in the pool. Yeah, swim so you're, in the pool. And you... Michael will come with and translate for me and tell them why I showed up and why I'm in the pool. <laughs> when, yeah, when, middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere, guys. When, uh, when LAPD shows up, they don't need a translator. <laughs> they'll, be able to, they'll be able to understand you know, what you're yeah, saying. That's totally fine. I just want the team to know that I still love them. That's good. I think we'll need first responders like ambulances before we'll need the LAPD in there. <laughs> yeah. um, another question at, that was asked is, and again, it's top of mind, why the heck did Bumper get the master bedroom? Like this is, the, again, you take the elevator up to the Bumper's room. Uh, he didn't actually respond to say why he got the biggest room, but he did say it might be the biggest room, but it has the smallest bed. So, I'm not sure about, about that. Did they actually measure? Because... It might be just a relative thing, right? Because Bumper is pretty, uh, well, pretty big he's, compared he's, he's to the other guys. Yeah. Him, yeah. So maybe it's just a matter of uh, perspective. <laughs> so like, if it was like Hoxall in the bed, it would be like, yeah, yeah a pretty. Maybe big for bed. Stitch, it's a, it's a nice bed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's all those Big Macs after wins. Right. Yeah. Did, okay. There was a question about like what they do after after matches. Was that like, did that get answered? Yeah. They said they relax, have a few like beverages. Beverages. Yeah. Like, "Quote unquote beverages." Uh, co- the, Is that the, the official Coca-Cola sponsored Overwatch yeah. League official, oh, official refreshment. Official, okay. yeah. and, official and, refreshment and of the they Overwatch needed, League. If they, you know, do need to imbibe a, a Bud Light. Bud Light. I knew you were going to put that Bud there. I, bu- I believe it's Budweiser. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Bud Light. It's Bud oh, Light. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And again, please, we're, we're talking about how Bud Light is beer. We they asked them uh, what coffee they like. If it's it's Tim Hortons, let's 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 introduce them to some quality stuff here, please. Okay. Well, yeah. So the question came up. You know, is it Tim Hortons or Starbucks? And I think definitively the Starbucks side won. Yeah, uh, several of the like several it. of the teammates didn't even realize Tim Hortons was a place. Well, what it, is Tim Hortons? So, was yeah. so this this question came up because the uh, the L.A. Homestand, which is sponsored by Kit Kat, I think. Yeah, Kit Kat. Uh, so they're doing this like food themed battle, and uh, the social team uh, in the L.A. Valiant decided to throw Tim Hortons to represent the Vancouver Titans. Which on RSP we responded to say, wait a minute, Tim Hortons is not synonymous with Vancouver. It's Starbucks. Anyone who thinks Tim Hortons is like big here doesn't realize that Tim Hortons only just showed up when Burger King bought them and started popping franchises everywhere. And that's not that's not the old St. Timmy's. I'm old. I know. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, what other questions? Oh, favorite Canadian food. Uh, poutine. Yeah, three tries to guess that. Right? <laughs> the poutine. answer. 
was it uh, Twilight or? Yeah, I, w I believe it was Twilight, and I think he seems to be going towards the uh, the Italian side of yeah. the yes. Canadian cook, we, we cook got cuisine. Pasta and pizza is Canadian yes. foods. Well, if you're going to like you know Pizza Hut, you get both of them, right? Yeah, I uh, slime. Slime said his favorite Korean food was Korean... Uh, Plain rice, was it? No, no that, that was, was somebody else. There was soomen soup. Yeah, oh, yeah. Slime's yeah. favorite Korean food was Korean pancakes, and his favorite Canadian food was Canadian pancakes. Okay. <laughs> I have to ask, is there a difference between a Canadian pancake and a Korean pancake? Oh, I can answer that, even though I'm not a Korean. Okay. Yeah, okay. As a, repeating cu a repeat customer of H-Mart, I found... And every time I go there, I'm not really familiar with what types of foods I get. And one time I encountered that uh, Korean pancakes with leek, and there's one with uh, black beans, and they're delicious, and they're different. They're like layered uh, uh, pastry, and they're, di they're different, entirely different. So I'll go into a bit more detail as the resident Korean here. <laughs> Sorry, Omni. Um, so Korean pancakes are generally more savory than the sweet types that we usually eat for breakfast here in Canada or the United States. Um, there's a lot of filling. It's kind of like a quiche, but more of a less egg but more and kind of like a pancake so it's kind of like a pancake cheese you could kind of say it's really savory um we use it it's, it's usually a bar food as well um so I, I go for a beer and a pancake yeah it's that's and usually it's a good combination um we also really easy to make the frozen ones too uh, is it like chicken and waffles as in north america no but the thing is is that rather than the chicken and waffles are kind of like on side by side right yeah, it's like, all inside don't, don't hit the mic with my table we're getting excited we, we run a professional welcome podcast. to uh ready set pancake yeah, yeah ready set pancake <laughs> but, like, but like it's kind of like in it's kind of like in the filling so rather than like the chicken and waffles where like the chicken is on top of the waffles, it's like in the waffles. You could kind of think of it that way. So it's like the red, red wagon bacon pancakes. I don't know what that closer is, but let's go with that. that. Sounds, yeah. sounds closer to that, definitely. Well, he also said that, you know, Canadian pancakes and maple syrup. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's, a, I, that's a Canadian answer. Would I put maple syrup on a Korean pancake? No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> okay, actually, put, maybe. I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. kimchi on it. <laughs> okay, I, I, so I'm the last person to like, hey, have you had kimchi before? I don't know, maybe. I live a very sheltered life. I mean, the three of you went out for lunch prior to coming to this event. Uh, I did not. I didn't have an opportunity to, but I kept saying when you guys were talking about it, like, oh, we should hear you. I'm like, Costco hot dogs? Costco <laughs> hot dogs? I'll do Costco hot dogs. I might get a Costco hot dog. I actually have to hit Costco after we record because, again, uh, you know, I'm out here all weekend. I'll talk about all weekend in a moment. Moving right ahead. Uh, other questions that got asked. I'm just trying to run through what we were able to catch up on. Ah, if they had to choose a support hero to play... Who would it be? And uh, this is directed to Bumper and uh, Janu. Bumper would choose Lucio. Janu would choose Anna. Any surprises with those picks? Bumper actually did play Lucio in Contenders. Uh, I know, and if you follow and, Apex. and yeah. if you follow our Twitter account at Ready Set Pwn, you would have known we hashtag that throwback. Right. Um, I think Anna's pick from Janu was a bit of a surpriser. Like. Considering that Ana gets picked on by DPSs all the time, and Johnu started as a Reaper main, and we all know what Reaper does. He likes to kill. He likes to say die, die, die. So Johnu does play some uh, some Widow and some Ana on uh, on ladder though. Make so it makes sense. Yeah, it, it's not. Yeah, it's not that surprising. They're 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 heroes. I've seen both of them play. Now, 
Um, what other questions were asked? Anyone else got a question of note that they thought was kind of interesting? Oh, there's a big announcement. Oh, the team is leaving. That's sad. I like how we took a pause. Like this is this is how live it is. Yeah. And you are hearing that the big lineups need to run. They can't. They the can't unfortunately like walk. That's further proof. That's further proof that we are live. Yeah. This is this is again well-oiled machine. We had absolutely no idea that that was going to happen. We thought it was a safe time to record because it seemed to be pretty quiet. Oh well. Uh, so moving along, what were what we were just talking about? Other questions that might have been asked, answered. We can address the last question. I think it uh, definitely peaked. What was the last point. question? They asked who could uh, on the Titan squad who could uh, impersonate a goat the best like make the best goat sound and, and who can make the best goat sound was it Janu at the end who made that <laughs> I think it was Janu I didn't pretty have, good I didn't have eyes but there was a clear goat sound that rang out across the, <laughs> yeah. across the room you know I was expecting Yang Wan to, to be it because like Yang in Korean kind of sounds like the word sheep so maybe oh. some resemblance there Ooh. and he also did wear the goat Yeah, he mask, did wear the goat he? mask. He did wear the goat mask when they came out on stage once, so... I thought he was going to be the one going for it, but, uh... Hmm. Goat one. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Let's, we'll, make him, we'll make him change his name for that temporarily. The, um... I'm trying to think, there was another question that was asked as to how to become sort of a better coach and better at the, at the game, and, and the response from Harsha was put time into it. Um, and, and learn a lot more about that. So for all of you listening to Reset Point 1, you know how to get better. One, do the exact opposite that Light Force does in comp, and two, spend the time, make the investment. And I think that's what's important. I mean, anything like, you gotta, you got to make the investment to get a return. Nothing will just be yeah. given to you. Like my, a higher SR for me. They uh, gave a fairly similar uh, answer to another question where they were asked, uh, how come Koreans are so good at Overwatch compared to of the world and they said they just put in more more time into gaming well and so Michael and I actually talked a little bit about this when the question was asked and quite frankly you look at I'll use Canada you know eSports is still a relative you know I'm not sure what that is I would argue that you probably get an equal number of people that would say I hate that they call it eSports it's not sports right that you would with people who understand that it's more than just a couple people sitting in front of a Nintendo playing Super Mario. Can we do that? Can we sit in front of a Nintendo and play Super Mario? I was actually doing that yesterday. Hey, no, I got no problem with that. That's why I have my Switch. It's all the retro titles I can still play. Um, but the point being is that you look at, like, even Canada. Like, we used to have a television channel. It was Tech TV, and then it became G4 Tech TV. Right. And it showed, like, gaming content. But there just wasn't a market yet. Maybe that channel was before its time. Uh, I, there's now Jinx, which I think is a streaming service. If I, if I'm, you know, yeah, like, the, the yeah, score like, like is like gone that. in these sports, but again, streaming online. I think we'll eventually see a transition where, like Michael, you were telling me there's like, you know, ch TV channels that cover esports like religiously in, mm -hmm. in Korea. So yeah, like what Lifeforce said, um, in the old days of the esports, in the golden age, what some people call it, we used to have two like ESPN type channels dedicated to esports. Like you see Starcraft, Starcraft Warcraft yeah. 3, um, you know, our version of Counter-Strike called Sudden Attack. Like we used to have like two dedicated channels 24-7, all dedicated to esports, you know, all the big tourneys, it was all there. 
And it's not just the TV that's just, just there, it's all the infrastructure. Like, it's a social thing to, you know, have a date in a internet cafe in Korea, while here it may be still looked as a, you know, a nerdy activity here. So it's just the cultural difference, it's just yeah. the infrastructure difference. I think it's changing, but it, there's still some catch-up to be made by the Western countries like the United States and Canada in order to reach the same level as Korea or China, per se. Our, oops, sorry, go ahead, Rob. I was just gonna just gonna add to that that uh, ESPN actually does have a esports segment that is decent. Um, they post to they like they, they do videos and they post them on YouTube regularly. It's okay. the The content is all right. Uh, it's it's not what we see them do with traditional sports at all, but it's okay. Like they have uh, they have regular like power rankings, but they only really go into depth in the top five. And we all know that the top like the the thing with the Overwatch League is that the that, like the, there's the, there's four amazing teams, and then like fifteen that are confusing, mm. and then Florida. No. What about but, Florida? What you know, it's there. like, to go back on topic, uh, it's a process that takes a while. We are already in it. You said, like, a lot of people do frown at the notion that this is an eSport. You know who doesn't frown at that? The Aquilinis do not. Uh, Robert Kraft does not. All the huge uh, corporations and, and the traditional sports uh, teams are now looking into eSports as like a real thing. We are now sitting physically in the sports bar in the Rogers Arena. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. So we're getting there. It's a process. Uh, we're just a little behind Korea and all, all, all that regard. But already the, that portion of people who laugh at like video games being a sport or possibly a career, the number is dropping down and down. You can even tell here uh, the demographics are so diverse. You see older people, younger people, people coming with their kids in here. And it's great to see these pro e-athletes, however you want to call them, uh, that they drive so many uh, different uh, kinds of people to just come in here and see them in person. Yeah, and you know what, to that point, like this is something I think should, I should point out. I know that uh, uh, our listeners, we have families who listen to us. We have people who are my age, which is real old. We have people who are <laughs> not my age, which are real young and, and in between. And the fact that, that Overwatch is a game, but esports in general can actually you know, reach such a broad demographic is kind of amazing. And that's that's what traditional sports does. Yep. Traditional sports doesn't see an age boundary. I get that the demographic for video games is probably a little more precise and younger, but like I get excited watching the Vancouver Titans win. I get excited when I see Bumper do bumper things. You know, that's I think something all four of us share. So I know for a fact others get just as excited. Um, what else did we? I want to talk about? Well, I actually wanted to sort of talk a little bit about the uh, the setup here. So right now we have uh, the Vancouver Titans who will be leaving soon, but they're set up at like three different places here in the sports bar. Uh, if you are one of the listeners who lined up, you know, tell us, you know, what did you get signed? I'm actually genuinely clear. So I saw someone with a runaway jersey getting it signed. I saw someone walking around with what looked to be a copy of Overwatch for their PS4 getting the disc signed. That was, that's actually in my mind, that's inventive. That's something that, you know, you might not necessarily get rid of. Uh, I saw hats getting signed. I haven't seen anyone drop, you know, any clothing like off of their body to get their body signed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it happens at concerts. Yeah, that's true. It happens at concerts. I bet you, to use the Vancouver Canucks as an example, I bet you that it happens at hockey games too. 
Just saying. So for the the signatures, uh, the signing of the discs and the uh, the the game cover pages is something that gets seen regularly at Canucks meet and greets. I've seen that a lot in the past. Uh, like people bringing up a copy of like NHL 19. Yeah, so, okay. or they they don't even need to bring the game. They just slide the sheet. Oh yeah, out yeah of the okay. game. Mm-hmm. And sure, yeah. sure. But I, this was like that part I get. Like I yeah. have a, a Daniel and Henrik Sedin special edition of like NHL. I don't know. Oh what. yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking right? about. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 was signed. I, ha- I got that signed. But like the actual disc itself. Um, I'm just looking at actually some of the Twitter uh, twitters. Some of the pictures shared uh, to us on Twitter. So lots of Titans jerseys were getting signed. There was a hat here. Um, everyone that uh, paid for a ticket got themselves like a, a card, a print, uh, to get signed. So there's some of that too. Uh, there was an exclusive shirt that looked pretty sharp for those of you who got the VIP package. The uh, the, the boy band shirt. Yeah. The, it, the Titans boy band. It edition. looks good. I know. Not fanatics. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. sorry there. Yeah, we have some water here. Uh, we had there's the the travel bag. The Herschel travel bag looks good. So again, there's actually some really good value for people who who went and dropped the the cash on the VIP ticket. But again, everyone I think got in. I actually believe everyone who wanted to got in, whether or not you had the VIP ticket, the ten dollars guaranteed access ticket, or or the standby ticket. Though I imagine the standby people probably had to wait a little bit, sweat a little outside, watch the beer, run around. <laughs> um, any other any things that we wanted to talk about as part to the event itself uh, we wanted to share? I just wanted to say how cool is this. Like We saw them here already when the uh, reveal event happened, but it feels kind of different to see them after we saw how great they are and having won uh, Stage 1 championship and coming so close in Stage 2. There are now not just you know that runaway team got, that got picked up, but they're now... Uh, the Vancouver Titans, they're a real thing, they, they are a brand, and you can see that in their walk and their body language. They are our team and it's really, really nice to host them here and I honestly can't wait to have them play their home games here in Vancouver. The, uh, I, I'd be remiss, there was that discussion in the official Discord, in the uh, Meetups and Events channel, that there would be some surprise items. The surprise items were big heads. That's right, you needed to get a picture with a bumper big head, the bumper big head was there for you to have the picture taken with. Everyone needs a big head. I think we need ready, set, pwn big heads. <laughs> I have a big head. Our heads well, are pretty big yeah, already. No, but like <laughs> even bigger. Yeah. Like, okay, and I, I don't know where one goes to get something like this made. And two, we have absolutely zero budget. This podcast costs money that my wife is not happy that I spend. So no one tell her, but I think we need big heads. So long story short... Please donate to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, but we don't. Have, we don't even have a Patreon. Um, what else about the the event itself uh, that we need to talk about here? Because we got some special, super duper, awesome news that we're going to share soon. Uh, I want to share about the demographics of the turnout. Like, I only expect the people my age, and there are some people my age. And, and, here, and Chris your age came. is not my age. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's not talk about too much specifics, but, um, you know, there were people young, old, you know, guys and girls, you know, families. Like, I... Normally you wouldn't see that in Korea? No, like, the Korean, like, fan meeting demographics is usually on the younger side. A little bit leaning towards the, the fangirls, but... 
this was a good refreshing thing to see as a you know a new expansion here in Vancouver as a potential um, you know one of the big teams here right we only have Canucks the Lions and the Whitecaps and I don't, I'm not going to talk about the other teams that exist out there but like this could be a big thing in Vancouver and I'm really excited to see what's going to happen with this you know with this variance in the uh, demographic was this a this at the Vancouver Canadian uh, baseball team Okay, I, I, I so Vancouver Canadians is special to me. I remember when they were a Triple A long season uh, team. You know, they, they had a two. It was like uh, raised on baseball. Canadians baseball grew yeah. up on this, which is retro for me. But anyhow, um, you're right. Demographic, broad demographic, lots of people, all ages, people as old as Chris, which says something. I think there were people older than Chris. That says something too. Uh, Relic. Yes. Any final words of wisdom that you want to share before we talk about a special, super duper, exciting news? Uh, yeah, I mean one of my one of my favorite things uh, that happened is, of course, the deer while we were getting lunch across the street. Hashtag force of nature. Yeah, for, hashtag force of nature. Uh, but I had to run out and uh, give something to someone in line, uh, and. I, you know, I told the security guy, hey, I'm with the podcast guys upstairs, and a couple people were in line. I was like, hey, yeah, ready, set, pwn, and I said, yeah, I'm Rowan. So that was super cool to to know that we're like, we have people listening, and we're not just our only listeners out there. Okay, I know we have people listening. I know we have people listening, but this is sort of my first Uh... interaction with the human being element of what I'm submitting. Well, hey, you were the one who noticed that people on, I think it was Discord and on Twitter, were like, oh my god, were that, was that the RSP guys that just got in? Like, VIP access? Yeah, they did. Uh, as soon as uh, we, we made a tweet that was, hey, we're, we're inside, uh, come say hi. Yeah. Uh, and we immediately started, we immediately got a response. Uh, I was like, was that you guys who got let in early? And I think we just ignored them. Uh, no, I, I I respond. I was trying to. Oh, okay. Okay. I was trying to manage the RSP social accounts as best as I could at this event because I allowed the three of you to go out and like party hard, ask questions, get your signatures. Uh, you know, Alex was pretty much sitting on the laps of all of the Titans, yeah. as as he's apt to do. If he, he actually still is. Okay, yeah, he, he, he is. He's currently <laughs> podcasting from Twilight's lap. Okay. I was, I was gonna, oh, he can't breathe. Twilight can't breathe. He's, okay. They're, they're, Manic hand signals. So for those of you who don't get the, the story here, uh, Omni went to the, the Titans reveal event, and he was the stream that you would have watched if you weren't here. You had, like, I, I joked that you were sitting on their laps, but you had, like, the greatest position. You were there answering questions that people were asking on Twitch. Um, we had hoped to do something similar uh, for this event, uh, but uh, unfortunately things... Uh, didn't align for that to take place uh, but uh, maybe if there are future events we might be able to do it and again we'll have Alex front and center because he knows he's like he's like that stereotypical person the old school press wearing like the little hat with the little card that says press on it right yeah, I, I knew that there was something special happening uh, even though it took a while but yeah it definitely turned into a big thing like I said before at the time, we, I, I did I, I couldn't recognize most of the players by their face or something like that. I, I definitely uh, was excited to meet Haksal and some of the other uh, guys on the team. But today it felt uh, way different. It's it's like our team now. Mm-hmm. Well, they are wrapping things up. We might get kicked out sooner than later. We don't want that to happen. So, as I said. We have some super-duper special news that we wanted to share. And I think many of you may have already started reading between the lines. You may have noticed that over the course of the past week, since our last episode, when we introduced the fact that 
Sunday was a day other than Sunday, and then suddenly it was Sunday with the eye emo, which drives Michael here nuts. It does. <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? Um, so the thing that's happening on Sunday, which is when you might be listening to this podcast, we will be sitting down with the Vancouver Titans themselves. That's right. We are going to be sitting down with a handful of players, a handful of the coaching staff. We are going to be asking them questions to help you, one, better understand their world in the Overwatch, better understand themselves as, as players, better understand them as people, get to understand, you know, which type of pancake is better. Maybe we're going to have to, like, make him choose. Korean pancake, Canadian pancake. Make a choice. We could ask questions like that. Great pasta. Great dog. Well, okay. Which is plain white rice for Soman Sue and okay. bacon. Well, we're gonna we got questions. So we've got people who already gave us questions. You may have been seeing us continue to promote, hey, what can we be able to ask? So we're trying to write them all down. We can't guarantee we get them all answered, but we are gonna do our best to ensure that they all get addressed. Again, we'll be sitting down tomorrow. Now, it won't be live, so don't think, oh my god, oh my god, I got to tune on Twitch or something like that. That's not going to happen. You're going to see some video. You're going to see some pictures. But the real meat will be in the next regular podcast episode. That's right. We'll share in next week or this week, whatever it would be, the regular podcast episode you would tune in on normally on Wednesdays to here. You'll have the first interview. And we're going to be releasing these interviews in each subsequent podcast episode from there, eventually stitching them all together. But... Uh, if you had to pick one Vancouver Titan coach or player that you would want to sit down and on their have, lap, uh, not on their lap, uh, but sit down and actually ask them it. questions, that one, who would it be, Rowlett? Uh, I'd have to say Harsha because I can't really talk to anyone else. Okay, Harsha. Okay, let's presume that okay, you know presume that I can you have a universal translator. I think I think Bumper would be a lot of fun to talk to just okay. because he seems so outgoing, unlike the traditional shy. Uh, Korean esports okay. player, and I think Bumper is, just seems so much fun to talk to. Alright, so Rowlett picks Bumper. Omni. It will definitely be Bumper. Not because I want to ask him a question. I have a proposition which I will currently keep under wraps, but oh, more, more on secrets. that in the future. I emote, I, I emote. emote. Yeah. We need an audio version of I emote. Sorry, somebody out there, please clip Omni saying, I'm going to proposition Bumper. Right. Okay. If, if you listen to podcast serious. episodes, generally speaking, stuff like that always finds its way to the start before the <laughs> Reinhardt countdown. Okay. Michael, got to pick one. Uh, I'm going to be the odd one out here, and I'm going to choose Pajon because Pajon, okay. yeah, as the head coach. I want to see how he approaches the game. Um, always, always interested to see how the coach looks at a game rather than a player. And he and I are on good terms. I translate stuff for him, and you know, he and I, you know, talk on Discord from time to time. So, you know, a good personal conversation would would be uh, an awesome opportunity. I'm gonna pick Sly, just because he seems like my kind of guy. He, he, I think he likes food. I like food. Guys, <laughs> like, look at me. I, I'm a guy who likes food. I think Slime and I get along. I mean, I get along with Bumper too. I get along with Patch. I get along with everyone. I can't imagine any of the players being hard to get along with. They all just seem so likable. They yeah. do, and, and like especially like Stitch. Don't you want to just take Stitch home? Yeah. The, <laughs> have you seen the, the the picture from his stream where he's huddled up in a in a sweater with the hood up and he's eating cheese balls out of a gigantic jar? I have, I have not seen that picture. It's I will have incredible. to go and look at it. Anyhow, as we wrap things up here, uh, any final words of wisdom for our listeners, Michael? Um. Actually, no. I'm just gonna skip it up to Omni for now. I have nothing oh, in my mind. Okay. Uh, well, 
just tune in to the next episode of Ready, Set, Pancake. Ready, Set, Pancake. And roll it. I, I, yeah, I had a great time. This is my first RSP and team meet and greet. Uh, this was great. And if you haven't been to one of these or haven't, haven't been able to, definitely get out here to a Titans event in the future. Oh, Michael raises a point of order. He has a final word to <laughs> yes. say. Um, join the RSP Discord server. You can find all our all of our great content and our great uh, podcasts and find uh, interesting stuff about us. How there. about final words, maybe to Korean listeners out there? Wait, do you want me to say it in Korean? Yeah, yeah. say it in Korean. We can't. Uh, oh, fine. Uh, 우리 Ready Set Phone Discord server에 그 신청하고요. 그 다양한 콘텐츠하고 그 다음에 다양한 그 팟캐스트 에피소드 많이 있어가지고 잘 부탁드립니다. That's it. I, I, all I can say is, Gamsamida, that's it. That's what we're, that's what we're <laughs> that's working on. That's why we have it here. That's a whole lot more than I can say uh, in case I might swear and then need to beat myself up. But on behalf <laughs> of Rowlett, Omni, Michael, and the, as always, missing in action, Sam at another Sam Chan. I am Chris at Lightforce signing off with the usual two words Catchphrase. Thank you.